Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Good Friday morning. We are tracking extreme weather across the country. Including the early arrival of record-breaking heat. It's June 2nd. This is today. Scorcher, brutally hot weather stretching from the Midwest to New England. Temperatures soaring into the 90s, giving tens of millions of Americans an early taste of summer. How will it impact your weekend? Al's got the full forecast. Breaking overnight, crisis averted. The bill is passed. The Senate gives final approval to the debt limit deal. After weeks of negotiation and anxiety, President Biden set to sign it and address the nation. Today, we'll take you live to the White House. New details, what we're now learning about that audio recording of Donald Trump talking about classified documents he kept after leaving the White House this morning, Trump's reaction to the tape. I don't know anything about it. All I know is this. Everything I did was right. And how it's playing on the presidential campaign trail. Doing fine what the White House is saying this morning after President Biden's fall on stage at the Air Force Academy's graduation ceremony. Grapes of wrath. Brad Pitt accusing ex-wife Angelina Jolie of trying to intentionally damage his reputation as their battle over a historic winery they bought together intensifies. The latest in the star couple's nearly decade-long divorce dispute. Those stories plus summer rush with flights booking up fast and prices on the rise. The tips you need to know before booking your vacation. And can you spell winner? A champion is crowned at the National Spelling Bee overnight. Oh, E semaphore. That is correct. The 14-year-old phenom from Florida finally going all the way in his third try at the trophy. We'll be talking about this for the rest of Dev's life. And we'll be talking about it when he celebrates with us live today, Friday, June 2nd, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Oda Cuppy. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to today, Friday morning. So glad you're with us. I feel a big time rush coming on. It's Friday. Is that what you're feeling? And I also- know it, girl. Look at this, y'all. Okay, so the crowd's been out there, many spending the night, waiting patiently for this group that was last here on the plaza back in 2010. Hasn't had new music out in eight years. They're ready. You can tell they're about to explode right now. We will hear from Big Time Rush in just a minute. We will look forward to that. But let's get to the news. The Senate passed that debt limit deal overnight, roughly 24 hours after it was approved by the House. Now it goes to the president's desk with just days to spare ahead of Monday's drop dead deadline. A live report just ahead. But we are going to begin with that extreme weather as we head into the weekend. Take a look at this video. This is out of Texas, where several inches of rain fell just in just a couple of hours, leading to flash flooding and trapping drivers. In the meantime, it is only day two of hurricane season and a storm has already formed in the Gulf. And of course, everybody's talking about that record heat. It's a very busy Friday morning for Al. He will get his forecast in just a second. But first, NBC's Emily Aketa, who joins us from New York's Coney Island. Emily, good morning. 
Savannah and Hoda, good morning to you. For millions of Americans, today will be the hottest day of the year so far. Here in Coney Island, it's just about 65 degrees, but we could see the mercury spike by more than 20 degrees come this afternoon. It's a sign of what to, what's to come as forecasters warn of a hotter than normal summer season. This morning, wild weather across the country heading into the weekend. Millions are bracing for a brutal heat as soaring temperatures are again set to stifle parts of the Midwest and East Coast. I'm ready for summer. Sweltering conditions this week already setting record highs in seven states. At just the beginning of June, Burlington, Vermont hitting 96 degrees, Augusta, Maine, 93, and a staggering 97 in Fargo, North Dakota. And for some, today could be even hotter. It just feels good, yeah. It's just like finally some nice warm sunshine. It comes as further west, Texas is reeling from major floods. Dramatic rescues across the Lubbock area. Get you, man. I'm coming. Cars stranded on the highway, some drivers abandoning their vehicles, others pulled to safety. We're going to have to get you out, man. As Texas recovers across the country, worsening air quality from the extreme heat, a concern this weekend, with alerts now in 18 states. East Coast and Midwest cities taking action during the high temps. The city of Pittsburgh activating cooling centers for residents and visitors as relentless heat prompts the closure of public schools in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and early dismissal in Detroit and nearly 100 schools in Philadelphia today. The heat could prove problematic for America's power grid. Roughly two-thirds of the country are at an elevated risk of power loss or blackouts. There are things that we can do to manage that if we plan ahead. And energy experts say conserve energy during peak hours, limit that energy usage, and lean on community cooling centers to help prevent those blackouts, those power outages. When it comes to beating the heat, remember to wear lightweight clothing, lather on that sunscreen. Take advantage of the shade like I am doing right now. When you step out of the sun, it can actually feel sometimes 15 degrees cooler. And of course, above all, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. The CDC says if you are working in the heat, you should be drinking a cup of water every 15 to 20 minutes. So, guys, I've got some work to do. Savannah and Hoda. Yeah, and it, it, memory serves. I think a good snow cone on Coney Island might be good, too. Yeah. Emily, thank you. Thanks, Emily. All right, Al, of course, has got his eyes on the heat and how long it's going to stick around this weekend. Hey, Al. That's right. And we got something going in the Gulf as far as the tropics are concerned. Well, 10 to 20 degree averages from the plains all the way to the northeast. Jet stream way up to the north. Big area of high pressure anchoring that. So look at these records today possible. Burlington, Vermont, Hartford, Connecticut, Buffalo, New York, Lansing, Michigan, Hibbing, uh, Minnesota, Cincinnati with 92 coming close to a record. And then tomorrow, that jet stream takes a dip and we got a cold front coming through. So look at these temperatures tumble in the Northeast. Boston will only be 57, 15 degrees cooler, 66 in New York, Atlanta, 65, but still warm in Pittsburgh, Columbus, Detroit, Green Bay down to Charleston. Temperatures upper 80s, low 90s. Temperatures will rebound again later on in the week, but a cool weekend and could be showery in the Northeast. Now we're talking about the Gulf. Of course, yesterday, Start of the hurricane season. We've got Tropical Depression 2, 285 miles west of Fort, off Fort Myers, 35 mile per hour winds, moving south at five miles per hour. So it looks like it's going to stay a tropical depression. If it became a storm, it would be Arlene. But what the biggest problem is going to be, it's going to continue to generate rain for our friends in much of Florida, especially from Tampa down to Miami. We could be looking at locally five to six inches of rain. Mm. Guys? All right, Al, thank, thank you. you. Meanwhile, the bill to avoid a 
catastrophic default on the nation's debt is set to be signed into law today. The Senate giving its final approval to this debt limit deal overnight, sending it to the president's desk just days before Monday's deadline. NBC's chief White House correspondent Peter Alexander joins us now. Peter, good morning. Walk us through these final moments. Hey, Savannah, good morning to you. That overnight vote just before midnight actually showing just how quickly the Senate can get something done when it wants to. The final tally, 63 to 36. Notably, a lot more Democrats backing the final bill than Republicans. President Biden, as you noted, he is expected to sign it right away. And then tonight, for the first time of his presidency, he's going to deliver an Oval Office address about this bipartisan effort after weeks of negotiations, deal making, what they call the Fiscal Responsibility Act will raise the nation's debt limit. It'll put caps on federal spending for the next two years. And most importantly, and this really was the urgency here, it avoids a catastrophic default that would have wreaked havoc on the economy. The federal government had been set to run out of money to pay its bills this coming Monday. Some good news, by the way, Moody's, one of those top credit rating agencies, reaffirmed its AAA, its top credit rating for the U.S., suggesting that it sees no reason for a downgrade like the, when this happened back in 2011. And I think Savannah most strikingly throughout this process is how the political middle won out. A coalition of lawmakers from both sides, progressive Democrats and more conservative Republicans opposed. Savannah. All right, Peter, of course, there's another headline coming out of the White House. The president tripping and falling at event yesterday. It looked pretty serious. What more do you know? Well, we'll show it to you. The president returned home from Colorado last night. He actually even jogged a little bit into the residence. Aides say he's doing just fine. And there's the moment after shaking hands with hundreds of graduates at the Air Force Academy. The White House says the president tripped over a sandbag that was holding down his teleprompter on the stage there. As you see, he was quickly helped up by Secret Service. But his Republican critics, including the former president, Donald Trump, they were quick to pounce. The fall is drawing some extra scrutiny, of course, because of voters' concerns about the president's age. At 80, he is the oldest president ever to serve. But the president was in good spirits last night. He joked about it with reporters, saying he got sandbagged. Savannah. Mm -hmm. All right, Peter. Thank you very much. Uh, also this morning, Donald Trump is reacting to both new revelations in the classified documents case he's facing and his newest rival in the Republican presidential race, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. NBC national correspondent Gabe Gutierrez joins us now from the campaign trail in Manchester, New Hampshire. Hey, Gabe, good morning. Hoda, good morning. Governor DeSantis ripping into former President Trump here in New Hampshire, telling me that voting for the former president would essentially be like voting for a lame duck. Still, this early stage in the game, the former president is still way ahead in the polls, despite his mounting legal troubles. Overnight, former President Trump defiant when asked during a Fox Town Hall in Iowa about new developments in a special counsel investigation into his handling of classified documents. I don't know anything about it. All I know is this. Everything I did was right. A source directly familiar with the matter tells NBC News the special counsel's office has a recording of Mr. Trump discussing a planning document he'd kept related to Iran, acknowledging on the tape it was classified. While the special counsel's office is not commenting, the source says the recording was made during a 2021 meeting at Mr. Trump's New Jersey home that included people helping former chief of staff Mark Meadows write his memoir. NBC News has not heard the recording, which the source says was played for a grand jury. 
I have the right to declassify as president. President Biden is also facing an investigation into his handling of classified documents. The controversy comes as the 2024 presidential campaign heats up, with more GOP candidates, including former Vice President Mike Pence and former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, set to formally enter the race next week. I don't know why people are doing it. On the trail, Mr. Trump saying his battle against top rival Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has escalated into a war. When I heard uh, DeSantis go out and say uh, and, and talk about eight years, we need eight years. You don't need eight years. You need six months. We can turn this thing around so quickly. DeSantis here in New Hampshire telling me voters should not elect a lame duck to just one term. Governor, do you think it's a mistake for former President Trump to say he can turn around the country in six months? He had four years. He didn't make a dent in it. Give me a break. Okay, so, well, that exchange shows you that it may be the heat's getting turned up there with more hits on, on Trump. Is it ramping up, do you think? Yeah, Hoda. Governor DeSantis is being careful, not to mention Trump's name in his stump speech to voters, but he's trying to highlight that contrast when he answers questions from reporters. Now, the former president is also attacking DeSantis over the inconsistent pronunciation of his last name. DeSantis firing back in a radio interview, calling that petty and juvenile. Hoda? Oh, okay. All right, Gabe Gutierrez, Forrest there in Manchester. Gabe, thank you. Much more to cover. We say good morning. Happy Friday to Craig. Hi, Craig. Hi, good morning. Santa. Hoda, good morning. Good morning to you as well. In Ukraine overnight, air raid alerts sounded all across the country as Russian forces carried out a new wave of attacks on Kyiv. NBC's Molly Hunter is there for us this morning. Molly, good morning to you. Craig, good morning to you. Now, just in the last hour, we actually have some news to share. Some reports of explosions in the Russian-held port city of Berdyansk. It is another sign that Ukraine is striking Russia far behind enemy lines. Overnight, Russia fired at least 36 missiles and drones. And here in Kyiv, thousands of people sheltering once again in the subway stations. It's been the deadliest week in the capital in months. Yesterday, outside a Kiev health clinic, a downed missile fragment killed three people. Yaroslav Rybchuk says his wife was trying to get into the shelter, but it was locked. The person tasked with opening the shelter allegedly didn't do it, and city officials say a criminal investigation is now underway. Kiev's mayor says the missile fragments fell just four minutes after the sirens sounded. A mother and daughter were also killed. Here, the child's grandfather watching over the nine-year-old's body. Ukraine's air defense has been keeping up with the Russian bombardments, but the top item in a new U.S. military aid package this week, additional munitions for Patriot air defense systems. The U.S. investment here is widely felt. In the Donbass region, Ukrainian troops trained by U.S. troops in NATO countries are preparing for a counteroffensive. Now, most of these guys did not have professional military experience before the war. They had basic training and they were sent to the front line, which makes these days when they're off the front line that much more critical. These three soldiers all trained on anti-tank weaponry with U.S. trainers in Germany. When did you all join? Beginning of the war? February? On the first day, they all say... What was it like being with with skilled American troops? They were striving to train us specifically to be more ready for this type of warfare, Yuri says. Do you have American friends now? Do you make American friends on that base? Yes, he says, and we're still in touch. But what weighs on their minds, their families back at home. Even as Ukraine's air defense is successful, civilians are paying the price. 
Now, after yesterday's attack and when those people could not get into the shelter, police are now patrolling the shelters in their city. And there's actually an app which you can see a map of the open shelters. Well, as of this morning, you can now report on that app if a shelter is closed. Craig? Wow. All right. Molly Hunter, stay safe there for us. And uh, Keith, thank you. Well, uh, by the way, Mr. Roker, you look smashing, even yeah. for you this morning. Well, thank you. That's all. That's serious soccer. I am. Yeah. Oh, I'm blushing. I have the vapors. <laughs> we got some record highs in the Northeast around the Great Lakes today. Tropical rain for our friends down in Florida. Severe storms firing up in the Southern Plains. Look for heavy rain in the Western Plains. Sunshine and cooler along the West Coast. And in the next half hour, Craig Melvin predicts the 2024 election. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be hard to bring a lot of that one. Him. All right, yeah, he might. Coming up, guys, new developments in a year-long legal battle between Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie over the former couple's historic French vineyard. Aaron McLaughlin is following this case for us. That's right, Savannah. They were once considered one of Hollywood's hottest couples. Now Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie are battling out in court. I'll have the latest on what the superstars are saying about each other and what's at stake. All right. Thank you, Aaron. Plus, uh, we're going to help you save some money on your next flight because demand is up for summer travel. Prices are on the rise. And Vicki Wynn's going to break down everything we need to know. Craig says prices are going to drop. <laughs> like, it's coming. But first, this is today on Inflation's over. <laughs> I like it. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're back at 7.30. It's a Friday morning, but 1.30 in the afternoon in the city of light and the city of love. We're talking about Paris, France. So just over a year from now, this will be the spot hosting the world's greatest athletes because the summer games, the Olympic games will be there. Savannah, you got the greatest straw on earth. You're headed <laughs> over there. You're going to kick off our countdown to the games. We're kind of jealous, Craig and I. Guys, yeah. Oh, my gosh. To quote the Pointer Sisters, I'm so excited, <laughs> and I just can't hide it. We are going to bring you all a behind-the-scenes look at how France and Paris are preparing. We'll take you inside some of the country's most iconic landmarks. Oh, fun. We'll be joined live by some Team USA hopefuls, some names you know and some names you need to know. Don't miss it next Wednesday and Thursday mornings here on Today. 
Guys, I will investigate different rosés. Of course. What we will want to yeah. have, the show will be in the afternoon. It's going to be so perfect. And Tariko's going with Tariko's you. Mike Tariko's coming. We're going to check out the French Open with John McEnroe. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, it's going to be lit. Are, like, you, uh, are you coming <laughs> back? Should be like, I'll stay see. here for it. Yeah, uh, stick around for a year. Uh, let us turn to Hollywood here <laughs> on a Friday morning and a new development in this high-profile legal battle between former couple Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. NBC's Aaron McLaughlin joins us now with the story. Hey, Aaron, good morning. Good morning, guys. Things have gotten ugly in recent years between the one-time couple. First, there was a very public custody dispute over their children. Now this ongoing lawsuit over a French vineyard the pair bought together. Once known as Hollywood sweethearts, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie first met on a movie set. You still alive, baby? Battling it out on the big screen in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You ain't as bad as you're cooking, sweetheart. But now the former flames are fighting a real-life battle in court. Pitt first sued Jolie last year, claiming his ex-wife unlawfully sold her stake in Chateau Miraval, a French winery the couple purchased together in 2008, at the time calling it a loving home for their six children, and even getting married there in 2014. Now in a new complaint filed Thursday by Pitt's attorneys, the star is doubling down on his claims of a strategically planned attack by a vindictive Jolie, asserting she secretly sold her 50% stake in the family home behind his back, writing, as will be demonstrated at trial, Jolie's actions were unlawful, severely and intentionally damaging Pitt and unjustly enriching herself. Pitt also accusing Jolie of secretly selling her stake to, quote, an oligarch in the Russian Federation who had previously tried to buy the winery. The filing also says Pitt and Jolie had a mutual and binding commitment to only sell their share of the winery with the other's consent. But Pitt says that changed amid a headline-making heated child custody dispute. As both husband and wife and business partners, Pitt and Jolie were so financially entangled that this contract dispute could be really, really difficult for even the courts to figure out. Overnight, Jolie's legal team slamming the new complaint in a scathing statement, writing in part, no matter how many times Mr. Pitt amends his complaint, he cannot escape from the fact that he verbally and physically assaulted Ms. Jolie and their children. The reality is that Pitt refused to complete the Miraval sale with Jolie unless she agreed to being silenced about the abuse. In the past, Pitt has said Jolie misrepresented him, telling NBC last year, quote, he's not going to own anything he didn't do. Seems like a lot of dirty laundry playing out, but how, how will this whole thing play out in court? Jolie's team has already filed countersuits, Hoda, denying Pitt's original allegations. So this likely isn't ending anytime soon. Legal experts also point out that a lot of Pitt's allegations are redacted in this new filing, implying they may have some new information on business negotiations that are highly sensitive. Pitt has not responded to our request for comment on the suit or Jolie's latest comments. All right, Aaron McLaughlin for us here in L.A. Aaron, thank you. Coming up, he really is moving out. That emotional announcement from legendary Billy Joel about his future in music and his beloved New York. But first, beloved Vicki Wynn is here with your guide to booking summer flights before it is too late. Hi, Vic. Hi, good morning. When to go, where to go, how to save the most money. Coming up, I'm going to have all your summer travel hacks. That's next right here on Today. 
739 with In-Depth Today, and this is an important one if you are still planning your summer vacation. Yeah, in fact, if you have not secured your flights just yet, you better act fast because summer bookings have already jumped some 200% over last year, and the cost of international flights is up 30%. NBC's Vicki Wynn is here with more, of course, some cost-saving tips. That's her speciality. So, Vic, how do we? I mean, you're saying the airfares are going up. How do you get the good deals? Yeah, good morning. Forget hot girl summer. This is the summer of revenge travel. Right now, the average ticket price for a round trip to Europe is $1,200. That's up 36%. Wait, why revenge travel? You're getting back at a boyfriend? demand from the last couple of years. We couldn't get that and got on the cabin. cabin. Pent up demand. Now we are. Revenge. Yes, absolutely. If you want to go to Asia, $1,800 round trip on average. That's up 62%. So what do you do? Book early. Remember yeah. the 21 day rule. That's typically the best prices that you're going to get. If by some miracle prices go down, you want to use apps like Skyscanner, Google Flights, and Hopper, call the airline and see if you can rebook at the lower price. Mm. Be flexible. Look, if you don't have to go in the summer, mid-September to Thanksgiving, they call that shoulder Shoulder season, season. Mm -hmm. prices can be cut by as much as half. So that's really, really critical. And the last thing is check one-way tickets. You never know. Sometimes you book the round trip and it's more expensive than if you were to just book one way. What if you have your heart set on going somewhere, but you're looking for flights and they're just not available for you? It's sold out or whatnot. What Don't do do? lose hope. Download your airline's app and check back frequently. Right now, Delta is saying that 75% of their uh, summer bookings to Europe are filled up. But if they see more and more demand, airlines will add flights. Oh, a lot of flight. The yeah. other thing is consider an alternative destination. Maybe it's not Greece. Maybe it's Albania instead. Todos Santos instead of Cabo San Lucas. Todos Some of the travel. Santos. Yeah, it's Todos Santos. Very fancy. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't even know where that is. Well, you'll look it up on a map and it might be cheaper <laughs> than Cabo San Lucas. Yeah. Yeah. Same with St. Lucia in the Caribbean versus Hawaii. The other thing is cruising. Cruising, you know, up front, what's the accommodations, the food, the drinks. Right now, Princess, Norwegian Cruise Lines, they are having deals $200 to $300 for multi-night voyages. Okay. okay. Cool. A lot of folks like to try to save a few bucks on, on the airline by going yes. on the bu- one of the budget airlines. What do we say about that? You might have seen ads for these. Avilo, Breeze, Frontier. They're offering mm-hmm. fares as low as $19 before fees. But here's the thing, and this happened to us a year ago. They cancel flights if they don't get enough mm-hmm. bookings, and ah. so that might leave you high and dry. Oh. Also, beware. Look, the $19, but then you have to pay a fee bags. to see- select your seat. You have to pay a fee for the bags. So add all of those things up, do the math, and often these budget airlines fly into a regional airport. So by the time you add in the cost of the rental car to get to the final destination, it might not be that much cheaper. So just Mm -hmm. be aware of that. Death by a thousand cuts. Okay, (laughs) what are the hot destinations and what if you want to avoid the crowds? Yes. So Hopper is saying right now internationally, the classics, Paris, Tokyo, London, those are the hot destinations. In the United States domestically, anywhere with a beach or a park or a theme Mm -hmm. park, also very popular, Orlando, New York City. Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So download the MyTSA app and also always book the earliest flight. Wait, MyTSA? MyTSA will tell you oh. ahead of time how long the wait times are oh. at the airport, which mm-hmm. helps you plan ahead. If you book that first flight, rise and grind. It's tough to get up, but you'll get, have more options if anything happens and, and flights are canceled. And then finally, book your dining or any popular activities that you want to do well in advance so that when you get to your destination, it's hassle-free. Cool. All right. right. Thank you, you, Vic. Pack you in my suitcase. (laughs) Revenge travel. I like the term. I like the term. Uh, By the way, Vic's going to be back in the third hour focusing on another important part of vacation, safety. We're going to talk about safety, what to take with you, the questions to ask your doctor before you take that trip. Mm -hmm.
Thank you, Becky. Mr. Roka. Hey, guys. Well, we're talking about your health in the weather today because we've got the air quality forecast. Unhealthy air today. 85 million people impacted from Chicago, Cleveland, Washington, New York, Houston, Dallas, all the way to Phoenix. And this is not about smoke from wildfires in, in Canada. This is about ozone. So what is ozone? So you get heat and sunlight that interacts with fossil fuel emissions and that creates ozone formation. It is usually the worst on hot, sunny days and in metropolitan areas. So if you want to be working out, you want to either do it earlier this morning or wait till this evening after the sun goes down because it is really going to be causing problems for folks with respiratory problems. We've also got a severe threat of weather for much of central Texas and on into parts of uh, Oklahoma, damaging winds, wind gusts of 75 miles per hour. Tornadoes can't be ruled out, but we're talking baseball-sized hail from Lubbock, Sanderson, San Angelo, and heavy rain from Dodge City all the way down to Lubbock. Localized flash flooding is possible, so we're going to be keeping an eye out for that as well. That's your latest weather. And Craig, the prediction about uh, Vicky coming back is actually wrong on the third hour. Vicky's not going to be back next hour. No, it's going to be uh, one of our doctors (laughs) helping us with the safety pick. You should have seen the fear in Vicky's eyes, though. Hey, no. Goodbye, Craig. All right. um, Now, you guys, we all know about pulling off a senior prank in high school, right? Well, you will not believe what one graduating class just pulled off. It's epic. We're going to show you next on The Boost. Oh, it's Friday. We got Carson here. We got a boost. A little Friday feel. Y'all are going to love this. You're going to laugh. Okay, some high school students in Delaware may have just pulled off the best senior prank ever. This is what they did. They snuck into their principal's house late at night with a little help from her husband. So the next morning, Miss McGrath opened the kitchen door, and this is what she saw. A little surprise to see everybody there. Good morning, little bunny. How many? Oh, my God. You might want to walk around. Oh, you two are really, you are in the most trouble. <laughs> okay, they were all there. They've been there that since one in the morning. Is the door is it? She's like, I don't think so. I she took some steps down. Yeah. And then Mrs. Probably McGrath too. also said this. How did I not hear you? Uh, she is called, by the way, the most beautiful, she called this the most beautiful sight she's ever seen. Uh, what oh, that's special. You know what that shows? Woo. They love that. her. Yes. Yes. Yep. I love yeah. that. By the way, if you're going to do that, the husband is the key to that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Make sure you have it again. Oh, yeah. Don't Wait, just break in. What is today? Oh, baby. Oh, today's, today's National day? Donut Day. National oh, okay. Donut Day. Look at you. Always give you Oh, Alan, I thought we were so Oh, oh yes. my God. What's your go to? What do you guys like? You um, know what? I like the cake blueberry one. Oh, that's what I said. You are? Yes. Isn't that you want to share? Here, share. Diet. Simple glazed. Is that what you said? It's not, but doesn't it seem like slightly more healthy? I like it's like a buttermilk stick. I love What's a buttermilk stick. Chocolate. chocolate. Mm. Oh my god. Oh, you're a classic Lee's guy. Mm. Oh yeah. That's it. Oh, In the words of Homer Simpson. Guys, coming up, we have proof that Mario truly is super. All right, coming up on Pop Start, we're gonna tell you about a historic new milestone for one of Hollywood's biggest hit films of the year. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where one travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. 
flights, hotels, cars, transportation. It's all right there with one travel you can book online via app or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One travel.